Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hey, everybody, before we get started here, this is a mini series on FinTech. FinTech, of course, can help you spend time doing the things that you need to do. Meet with your clients and guess what? Market more successfully. So stay tuned to the mini series. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. There's lots of different ways that you can grow your practice. Great marketing. You can have something that fundamentally makes you unique and different or you can grow through mergers and acquisitions, which obviously for those of you who aren't living under a rock is a huge way that advisors are growing. But how do you know if the practice that you're purchasing or merging with or selling is the right one? And we've got Brian Church, the founder of Advisory DNA. Now here's the fun part. This is crazy new stuff, everybody. Like I have met with him before the podcast and I can't believe what they've created. This is going to be so much fun to dive into this, but I just want you to think about that one thing. There's so many ways to grow your practice and we're going to cover one of them today. That's a wicked hot topic with a new product and service that I've never, ever seen before. Brian, welcome to the show. Matt, thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. All right, dude. Where did this come from? Let's talk about the origins of this this advisory DNA. Yeah, well, look, I've been in the business for uh, uh, close to 25 years now. And, um, you know, over that time, I've done just about, I've done a lot of things. Okay, I've been a wholesaler, been an advisor, been a manager, been, I even did compliance for six months before they, everybody realized that that was not a good idea. Um, not that I'm not an ethical guy, I'm just not incredibly detailed. And uh, so <clears throat> as I you know, moved through my career, the one thing that was constant that I love to do is to uh, be an activator of relationships. Uh, but over that time, what I saw is it's not economics that, that ruins relationships and deals, it's people. And um, you know, it's, that was something that was very prevalent for me. Um, over the years, I've, I've started several different companies, several technology companies, several companies in the advisory space. And another thing that stood out, along with, you know, I, was, I wrote seven, uh, seven books, of which only three ever uh, hit um, mainstream. Uh, I don't think the, the other four were, I, thank God I had a writing coach who would be honest with me and say, Brian, that's not a book. Don't do that. Um, or not a book that anybody would read. And, and, and the books always focused on relationships and people and alignment and compatibility. And so I've just geeked out on that over the years. And that's, Kind of the pinnacle of where I've been in the last 25 years um, is what I've been doing the same thing for 13 years. We rebranded in the last three uh, and, and launched our third platform, which is called Advisory DNA. And that's really it. We're just really seeking, and I'll go into this a little bit later, to do three things for people. It's not just about mergers and acquisitions and about recruiting. It's really about partnerships, helping people live their best vocational life, uh, helping them find alignment in what they're doing. And these are concepts that are not just for financial advisors, even though that that's where we, we, we concentrate. Um, and, and then, but also giving them a process because people need to stay organized too. 
Um, that's how you create momentum. And I know we'll go into that, but that's where all of this came from. So I'm just a mad scientist that you know, I haven't split the atom. Okay. Just, uh, but that's where it came from. Hey everybody, it's Matt here. Have you ever thought about doing what I'm doing right now, which is hosting a podcast? Well, if you want to have a podcast that inspires listeners to become clients, you don't need a lot of experience to pull it off. You just need the right guidance. That is why for free, we're giving you a course called Podcasting 101, How to Start Your Own Podcast. To take this course and become a free member of our academy, all you have to do is go to proudmouth.com forward slash episode 359. I remember when I was a coach, uh, one of the biggest issues was there is a generation of financial services professionals that take absolute pride that they can do, even though they shouldn't, everything, right? But as the, uh, the, the evolution of financial services, which you and I have witnessed in our lifetimes in financial services, there are more and more people who would rather stay in their lane because they know that's what they're good at. That's really what they're a professional in and having to do all of the other stuff isn't what they want to do. How are you helping solve that and help people find that through your platform? Well, I mean, that starts with best vocational life. Um, um, call it best advisory life. Um, some people think that they can do everything, want to do everything. That's a control issue. Um, most will tell them, duh, right? You know, most will tell you that that's not really what their desire is, and it's exhausting. Um, and so we seek to help them find independence or some freedom in a best vocational life that they're. And I'll go into this in a second, but that's really what that is. Is once you can find what you love to do and you would do it every single day. It's not realistic to do it 100%, but it's realistic to do it 80, 90% of every day. Uh, that's what frees people up. And when they realize that they can do that, there's usually a partnership that lies on the other side of that. It's freedom. And sometimes independence for some people is actually a W-2 role that they get to do what they want to do every day. Because independence is different for everybody. I've got a good friend named Rob Grubb that, that taught me that. And um, so... Uh, that that's what we're seeking to help people do. If you can find the secret in that, um, I'll share with you just a quick quote from a movie. So you, have you ever seen Chariots of Fire? A lot of people have seen Chariots of Fire. Great movie. Uh, my dad was a runner, so he made me watch it when I was young. But Eric Liddell, who is the star of the, of the movie, who is the character that it was based on, said that God made me fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. You know, when I say that, I get goosebumps because there's certain things that I was created for. I'm unique. Matt, you're unique. You're running in your, you know, the proverbial fairway for you. Okay. And you love doing this. I can see it. And, you know, there's things that I love and there's things that a money manager loves and, and things that a, a purist financial planner loves and the person who's a marketing juggernaut. And we can get them in that lane, but first we have to help them find by self-assessment is what is my best vocational life. Well, and I love it that it's a self-assessment, which is one of the other main reasons I wanted you on the show, because there is a level of permission that a professional has to give themselves to even explore this. 
you know, the badge of honor, I remember when I first got into consulting in this industry in the early 2000s, it was a badge of honor for advisors to die at their desk in 80 hours a week. I work more than you. That's not how people want to live anymore, dude. Like, I want to be a good father. I want to be a good husband. I want to get divorced 19 times, right? But giving themselves that permission to take this assessment, to take a really good look at who they are and where they want to go, I just think is so powerful with what you guys have built. Yeah. Well, thanks for saying that. It, well, we make it really easy because we don't charge for it. Um, and so we eventually have to make money. So we have to arrange some marriages or, or we don't ever get paid, uh, you know, whether that's buy side or sell side or, or the recruiting side or someone who's just hiring us to consult for them. But the entree to our process and our experiences is free. And um, eventually we're, we're, we're working on uh, putting some of our assessments just online um, uh, as the proverbial mass traps, if you will, uh, right, to get people into our system so we can spend more time with them still, you know, for free. Uh, but, you know, the assessment that they take is really to go and build, if they could build anything on the planet, what would they build? Um, in the financial advisory space. This is whether you can be an advisor, you don't have to have a book of business, or you could be the CEO of a $10 billion RIA. It doesn't matter, okay? And they're answering these questions, and, and uh, we have shorter ones, but we go through 91 points of inference. They're not writing anything. It's point and click, and people love it. I've never heard anybody say this is a waste of my time. We don't charge for that. That usually takes them anywhere from 15 to 60 minutes if they're having a great time with it and geeking out and going back and re, you know, changing answers. And then we get on with them and we do discovery. And in our second session, we give advice and guidance unabashed. We're, we're nice and easy with it because sometimes the answer is, you know, it's like my wife likes to tell me, Brian, there's a common denominator in all these problems. It's you. But we're easy. We're nice when we tell them that. But then we go into technology, we make recommendations, and then we do talk about platforms or mergers, acquisitions. Uh, teams that they could, you know, to uh, join with um, that could change their life. Right. So that's how we do it. We make it easy because it's, it's free. I want people to think about when is the last time that you went through a process of answering questions that were self-reflective that made you question where you are. So uh, full disclosure, Brian, I just went through this. We we're in the process of creating nothing like what you're doing, but from a marketing perspective. And so my business partner, Kirk Lowe created this. He's very, very smart. I don't know if you know that, like he's really, really smart. Uh, and he built this a lot. Like when I met with you originally, you're like, these are thought provoking questions that force you to pause and hopefully force you to answer them honestly, because it's in a vacuum, right? There isn't somebody staring at you saying, you answer that wrong. This is you, you do that. But then the magic happens when your team sits down with that advisor and goes through those and they start making the realizations. One of the, th the biggest frustrations I've ever had in marketing, coaching, whatever, is if I tell an advisor what to do, the probability of them doing it is low. If I get the advisor to self-select and say, this was my idea, these are my answers and they take ownership in it, implementation quotient goes through the roof. How did you build the questions, dude? That's one of the more fascinating things about what you guys have created. Well, if it's just point and click, there's only so much you can do, right? Um, because if I start getting them to fill out information, I mean, there's going to be a threshold because everyone is busy in the, in the attention span of the normal 
financial advisor, or anybody, any person today is, is, is a microcosm of what it used to be. So we're asking very unique questions. We're asking behavioral questions, cultural questions. Um, uh, so uh, uh, questions that deal with some of these items as to how much control do you want to have? Do you want to control investments, branding, planning, things like that? Are you open to partnerships? And, and, um, and then some of them are, are like, do you invest through models or, you know, individual securities? Are you an active or a passive money manager? Th those are not going to help us. It's a, a pathway to living your best vocational life. The real secret in is not necessarily in just an assessment. Okay. Um, now I'll talk about our algorithm for compatibility and alignment in a second there. And we do have a secret sauce in there. It's not merely matching. We're testing for accretive alignment. Um, but the secret is in the questions. Look, it's very akin to a great financial advisor who sits down in front of a client and goes through their discovery process, you know, where they're getting the tears out of them and, and people are just opening up. And that's what we do. And I mean, the, the silver bullet question is, I mean, it's like if I asked you, Matt, and you don't have to answer, but what is your best vocational life? And there is no right or wrong answer. Um, 90% of the people that I talk to don't have an answer ready for that. And it's so cool because you'll get everything from, you know what I need? I need more uh, people to get in front of. That's not really a best vocational life answer. That's something you need for your business. I had a couple that I was uh, working with uh, three weeks ago. I asked them that. They looked at each other and said, we want to be able to operate our business and spend six months a year in Tahiti. Like that's your best location. There you go. There's an answer. Now we're cooking with gas, right? So um, that that's how you get that out of them. It's a simple art form of discovery to ask the right questions. It's not the answers. It's the right questions um, to get people moving. And to get to that area, we offer something free that is going to add value, populates what we call a DNA profile for them. And then they get to spend some time with me. Yeah, you know, lucky them, right? <laughs> um, but, but then we're going to go through this almost like a psychological uh, advisory owner, advisory pra practitioner session. Um, and we get more out. Of, I mean, the advice and guidance at the end is, is I think, very strong. It's helpful. And then we're going to have analytics with different partnerships that we may recommend. Uh, but it's really that discovery session that just is the moment. So, so before we get into the secret sauce, because I'm going to poke you on that just a little bit, you know, the advisors who are listening to this, a lot of them have taken Strength Finders, Colby, uh, they've taken, um, uh, you know, any of those personality tests, right? I, I've had people who say, you know, have met, you know, what's your Colby score? And and I want everybody to think about that. That's that's from a personality profile, or kind of strengths and weaknesses. When is the last time you actually assessed where you were professionally? I mean, just think about how that would change your marketing, your communication, um, all of the stuff that that we have within programs like this with Brian advisory DNA, everything can change. I mean, this can give you the guidance you need to not just live your best vocational life, but also it could possibly change absolutely everything and fill a lot of gaps, which is where I want to go with your secret sauce here. 
And so I take the assessment. I'm done, right? Uh, I'm, I'm sitting with you with the discovery. We've gone through the discovery. I have all of these major epiphanies, which is the ultimate goal, so that they see themselves living this ultimate, what you call it, best vocational life, right? So that's their, that's what we want them to get to. But then you have the solution. How do you figure out that solution? And and where did that come from? Well, the solution and could be a few few items, right? The solution can be just a few things that they need to do in their business. Um, or I talk with an advisor that is not happy with the client experience, with the advisor experience, doesn't have scale, they're not making a great cake for the client, and they're not growing. So that's the trifecta, right? So that's the that's lose, lose, lose. Uh, that's happening. And so usually it's a partnership that's going to help them navigate through that. If they're missing one of the three major legs, and those three legs can be broken down into 15, 20 different things. Um, but if they're missing one or two of the legs, a partnership may still work for them. It may not. Um, and then we're also you know, realize meeting people that aren't just going to be introduced to some other firm. Some of these firms are what we call destination firms and want to get there, but we don't want them to sacrifice their work-life balance on the way there. And we also don't want them walking delusionally into you know, the, hey, I want to recruit advisors and buy firms, but you are not attractive at the moment, right? And so we got to you know, tell them their baby's a little ugly and they're going to have to change that. And the advice and guidance comes from that as well. So the, you know, there's no really silver bullet, but what we do can offer them is through the, uh, the process of first, what is my DNA of the firm? I, what I am today, but what do I want to build? If I could build anything, right in this industry. The second is, is what am I passionate about? Where do I feel that I am um, just right down the middle of my calling of what my best and highest use is? Okay, number two. Number three is then the analytics that we're looking at for uh, what we call accretive alignment. Okay, so I'm not gonna get into bond accretion today and what, you know, what that means, right? But accretive means we're moving forward and so, I like to use this analogy, it might not be a good one, but if we're baking a pizza together, right, and everybody loves pizza, and you and I both don't like anchovies, that's great, but we're not going to celebrate that. But if we absolutely love peppers and pepperoni, and man, that's the hill we're going to die on, now we're cooking with gas. And and so the algorithm, um, you know, the way that we've built this is going to assign, you know, a higher a delta to the score. So we look at three different things. We look at a, just an overlay match, which tells us a lot. Um, and that's where you identify those uh, proverbial force multipliers, as Colin Powell once said, right? That That is, is one plus one equals five. Uh, but then it's those other things that could be a, a deal breaker, a derailer to, uh, to the partnership. So we're looking at that. Then we're looking at the ultimate score, which is kind of the secret sauce of the accretive alignment. And then we also break down nine different areas of the normal things you would think about uh, in financial services, but then also uh, behaviors, cultural, uh, just really getting and geeking out into some of those things as well. So that's how we provide those solutions. And then some of it is, hey, you think you're different because you're saying you're a holistic planner? Everybody else in your building is saying the same thing. So let's 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 examine that. And that's an easy one to pick on. Right. But um, so that's that's how we're, we're providing that that roadmap and that solution. Since the world 
changed a couple of years ago and everybody was working remotely. Have you found that that increases your pool of partnership uh, and M&A opportunities or are you already, are you still seeing people needing to be very location dependent? Location still mad, matters. So geography is so when we're, we also build a mosaic. We talk about solutions. Okay. We have a mosaic of 150 firms that we work with that we call destination firms. Smallest one is a quarter of a billion in assets. So small for, for a destination firm. Largest one is 170 billion as an RIA to that of the trillion dollar, you know, half a trillion dollar hybrid BDs. We work mostly in the RIA space. Um, but we put together this mosaic, right? And we have analytics, due diligence. We do that twice a year for all of them. But we're always looking for the next great destination firm. Um, and so when we're looking for those people as a solution, um, they don't have, no one arrives as a destination firm. We're trying to figure out what are they missing or how do we make them a better destination firm so they may be better for our you know, particular people that are going through to, to create relationships. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's, yeah. It does. Um, what happens if somebody wants to be that destination firm? How could they utilize you with this system to help them be what they want to be when they grow up? Well, we'll decipher that. So that's part of this is, right, when you're going through best vocation of life is, and it's usually, I, I tell you what's interesting is, is the, the growth, the major growth firms um, are usually, uh, they're money driven, but, but they are people and organizational driven. They're just, there's a calling, there's a, a leadership gene that's there. Um, even if they're just operators, in fact, those make the best ones, right? Because we can go find salespeople, you know, like myself. They're a dime a dozen. It's the operators that are very, you know, tough to find. Um, but they're they have a vision that can't quite put it all together or how to do it. And so our process is free. That's what we call the first gate. The second gate is is then there's a crossroads of hey, would you like to take some of our advice? We'll introduce you to people. That doesn't cost a thing. And then in our process, if they want to sell their business, join another firm, change firms, whatever they want to do. We will do that at no cost because we're paid by the ecosystem, right? And um, but the 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 fork in the road is a lot of these folks want to be destination firms. Um, I talked with a gentleman last week. He's at sixty million. And again, I don't care really what the assets are. There needs to be economies of scale that are present there, so you don't ruin somebody's life by buying their business. <laughs> and you could be accretive to them, or the analytics will be so low we'll never introduce them to anybody. Um, but you know, we, we have billion dollar firms that are a lot more mature operationally and from an enterprise standpoint than $10 billion firms, right? And, uh, but so we have a, a process that uh, we charge a 90 day process, which is kind of a boot camp to get them ready. They're not, they're not gonna arrive, they'll graduate from that. Work with some of the one, most wonderful companies on earth, uh, 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 you know, the, the United Capitals of the world, I was blessed enough to be an eyewitness to a great group of people and companies as they grow, they grew, but they haven't arrived as a destination firm. It's a constant evolution. So, but we help them do that. Um, and that's probably my favorite thing to do. I love getting to helping people on the, you know, the fork in the road, but man, do I love working with entrepreneurs to help them, you know, really design then what they what they feel they were called to build. So you've done this a bunch, Brian, and this is part of your specific DNA. What advice do you have for advisors who are looking to either 
become a destination firm, merge, acquire, partner, whatever. What what are some of the key tenets that you want our audience to seriously consider before they click on your website and, and take your assessment? Well, if they're they're on their if you're speaking just to destination firms, um, there's some things that they they really need to account for. Um, it's not easy, right? Recruiting is very difficult. Um, a, a great way to sacrifice cultures by bringing new people in. <laughs> but the ones that have that calling to bring new people in and you know make make the world, uh, you know, or invite the world into their culture. Um, it's great, but you know, I would say first count the cost, um, of not just recruiting mergers, acquisitions, people want to provide continuity and succession plans. So kind of looking for sunset partnerships that are out there. First is count the cost. Second is, um, better understand what your DNA is and make sure that you're attractive. Okay. And there's many ways to be attractive. I was on with a money manager yesterday and, and at he really thought that people would line up around the corner to come and meet him. And I was like, this doesn't work that way for any firm. Okay. Any firm. And, and so we were finding what his best attributes were. And when he started talking about asset management, the guy just, was, you know, um, just he's a zealot. And, and then when I found out what his specific area of domain expertise was, Hey, there's a thousand of them out there. So I said, you know what I would do is I would figure out what you're passionate about, what you can be the best in the world at. Make sure you're not going to hurt anybody because you come in and you don't have scale and other things like that. But how do you go and get in front of that, that unique person? And, and what I told him was, is, hey, why don't we go and let's find a list of who these people are because we know what platforms they will be on, which money managers they use, their bent, all of those different things, their DNA. And, and let's go find all the ones that are over the age of 55. You're staring down the barrel of a roll-up strategy of a very unique, you're looking for a needle in a haystack. But so to wrap this up for you, but is, you know, first off, count the cost. Second of all, you better know what your DNA is. Third of all, who's your profile that you're going after? And then the next two major things are you better understand what your deal structure is going to look like and things like that and the economics to make sure that they make sense. But you better have great messaging. You better be able to tell the story of that client experience will be better, right? Advisors don't join people unless you have these three things. Client experience will be better. Advisor experience will be better. Best vocational life, right? And impact will grow. That could be pure growth. That could be higher dynamic impact. That could be more households, make more money, whatever. That A lot of stuff goes into that category. Who should reach out to you? Like my, I'm swimming here in ideas, which happens to people like you and I, which is why I really love doing this dude. Cause I get to meet really smart people and find out more about how their brain works, but who should take this? I mean, really, should it be every advisor that's out there needs to check their DNA or do you have a specific target that you say, you know what, if you look like this, you should really go ahead and go through our system. Yeah, you know, I, I wish we were a little bit more targeted, but we're just not. And inherently, it's not super scalable because um, until I'm not involved, it's not inherently scalable. Um, but at least our software in the process is somewhat scalable. But, I mean, it's really, it's anybody that is ever contemplating who am I, where am I going, and how do I get there, which is, that's a lot of people. That's a I lot meet of the people, people dude. I meet the people that are like, no, man, I'm good. I'm living it. And I sometimes I agree. I'm like, 
you know, I always give the analogy of red pill, blue pill, matrix, right? Take the blue pill, go back to sleep. Ignorance is bliss. Or take the red pill. And I'm going to give you truth. I'm going to give it to you lightly, but I'm going to give you some truth. And, but if you're interested in, I'm not a, uh, thank you for what you said, but I'm not a smart guy. I just have seen a lot um, in a, in a short amount of time, I mean, 20 to 25 years in our industry is not a long time. Um, but I've seen a lot. And so uh, I can help them understand and give them truth as to where they are. And it's not just me, we have other coaches. And um, so it's really anybody that's contemplating, where am I now? What is my DNA? You, they will absolutely leave with that and they won't pay for it. Um, just some cost of time, right? Two, two to three hours. All right. Second thing is, is uh, not just, you know, who am I, but where am I going? Is that really what I want? We will draw out of somebody through this process what I want. Um, we'll also draw out what my calling is. And some of them know, some of them don't. Um, and some of them know, but like we started the conversation today, chef, cook, and bottle washer, you can't, you can't, you won't tell yourself, you, you're not honest with yourself. Okay. Um, and then the last thing that we'll do is we're going to pro provide them some solutions. So, and they don't have to take our advice and they're not going to get a bill. So that's where the, at the end of the first gate, they can tell me to pound sand or you're crazy, or this is not valuable. I've never heard that, that this was a waste of time ever. I really haven't because the people that want to go through this are the people that are in search of something, which is, that's me, man. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm figuring out what I want to be when I grow up. Um, and uh, so that, that's the people that should be reaching out to us. I don't care if you're an advisor that's in a captive environment thinking about what am I going to do next? Am I in the right spot? Um, you know, a career depression syndrome is very real. Okay. It's a real diagnosis. Um, I don't care if you are managing a hundred million at, at a, at a wirehouse or if you're at an RIA and you know, you're on the Island by yourself and that Island's getting lonely, you know, as a sole practitioner, um, or if you're the CEO of a billion dollar to $20 billion RIA, it, this is all relevant, um, for these folks. And, um, and we're actually, the, the cool thing is we built this out enough and it works well enough. So I've built a lot, a lot of bad software. Uh, um, that we're getting a lot of interest and in. we don't have to necessarily be involved. This is, this is replicable for someone to do this in their own organization. They don't even have My to. friend, Jerome Myers, who some of you who've listened to this podcast might remember that red pill, blue pill thing. But one thing about taking the red pill, everybody is there is a level of honesty that you need to be prepared for. And it's not just sitting with Brian afterwards. It's asking yourself those questions. You know, many, many years ago, I had created this thing. It's called the 30 day journey. And uh, the idea here was for you to ask yourself deep philosophical questions, really based off Socrates and Plato and most of the major religions. And as I was beta testing it, Brian, I gave it to my mom at the time she was 70 years old. And she said to me after she took it and she's crying, she said, nobody's ever asked me these questions before. And I just want people to think about that personal and professional self-reflection is actually what makes you a true professional in my mind. Now, this is just my opinion, right? So if you look at the greatest of the greats, uh, you know, the goats in every single solitary sports or whatever, they are constantly reflecting and they want to stay in their lane. Somebody had uh, done, a, done a research study recently that said people who have less than like 
a half a million dollars say that they're good at five to seven things. People who have hundreds of millions of dollars say that they're good at three or less things. I want you just to think about that because going through this assessment with Brian can help you figure out really what that best vocational life is going to be, have you stay in your lane, and hopefully live not just personally the life that you should, but also professionally. So, Brian, if somebody wants to reach out to you, what is the best for, way for them to do that? Well, they certainly could just email me. I'm happy to talk with them directly at uh, Brian, with an I, at advisory, that's A-D-V-I-S-O-R-Y-D-N-A dot com. Um, or you can just go to our website and we get back to people within 24 hours that go and uh, want to engage with us through the website. Um, that's probably the best way to, uh, to, um, to engage with us and engage directly with me. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to speak to anybody that uh, is doing this, just you know, contemplating what's next. And um, that's a great starting point. All right. Well, as always, everybody, we'll make sure that we put those links in our show notes. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, do. If you have not given us a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening, we'd really appreciate it. It helps us get found in search engines and also gives us some good feedback. If you love it, if you hate it, whatever, don't matter. Just put that freaking rating in. We'd really appreciate it. And most importantly, if you want to learn how to market in a different way that's going to separate yourself from the advisor down the street, join the Pod Rocket Academy. It is free, just like what Brian is talking about. On the beginning, you can learn all sorts of magnificent things about how to market more successfully in your practice. So for Brian, everybody, Advisory DNA, and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.